0: Well, welcome back, everybody, to Lunch Out Loud. My name is Simo, and I am joined here with Jazz today. Once again, we get together about once a week. Talk about life. Talk about the Bible, and how to make it all make sense in the crazy world that we live in. Usually, Jazz gets angry somehow. Usually, like because it's often we're talking about social justice, and well, Jazz's justice radar is off the charts. <laughs> and, uh, but today, you don't seem so angry, you seem relaxed. I am wondering whether it's because you've finally fulfilled your obligation. You brought along some food today.
1: I did. I brought you snacks so yes. you shut up. <laughs>
0: Except we're doing an audio thing and I can't eat snacks while we're yeah. talking, but I'll definitely eat them after we talk. And you were, you were sucking down some ligament juice before as well.
1: <laughs> I was, yes, but you didn't get any.
0: <laughs> I didn't get any. My ligaments don't matter to you. Uh, No you're See this is what I'm talking about Selfishness Just (laughs) oozing Oozing
1: Oh gosh I did ask you I texted and asked if you wanted some protein
0: Yeah but not ligament juice If I had known that ligament juice was on offer I definitely would have been up for some (laughs) ligament juice Anyway Moments pass now I guess I'll okay. never know the joy of it's sharing. It's
1: literally jelly
0: though. No, you called it ligament juice. I
1: didn't.
0: You said, it's my ligament juice. It's my ligament. And you said, you can't sorry. have any. And instantly I, I wanted it. And I've never had ligament juice, but now I want ligament it's juice. jelly. Ligament it's jelly, jelly. Li- which is hard and juice. That's all it is. It's juice that you left in the fridge and it went hard. It's still juice. Was it jelly when it was made? No, it was a juice.
1: Look. Everyone who sees me make this, like my family, they're like, oh, I want some of that jelly. I'm like, you don't. It's very low sugar, very low flavor, very high.
0: So now you're telling people what they want, too. See, this is the problem, Jazz. This is why people think you're angry all the time. You don't share, you tell them what they want, and you just yell, but at least you dance when you're angry. Um, I can confirm that Jazz is dancing today. She's going crazy dancing. (laughs) Just joking. We know Jazz doesn't dance. No, goes don't. against the principles and policies.
1: <laughs> goes against being annoyed that you keep telling me to.
0: <laughs> hey, Jazz, weather's changed. We are hitting Yay. into winter right mm. now. Yeah. Um, you mentioned just before, and and, and uh, I don't mind me bringing this up because mm. it's too late now. You <laughs> mentioned that you're not the biggest fan of winter.
1: Well, I am. I do enjoy winter. I just, um, my mood always dips. I've noticed the last few years that um, my mood will always take quite a hit in Ah. winter. So I enjoy it. But I also don't.
0: So you get the, like the winter blues, is what, isn't that yeah. what they call it? You get the winter. See, I, I like winter. It's actually, if I had the choice between summer – well, it's, it's almost weird because there's different things I like, about spring yeah. Spring's my favourite season mm. for sure. Yeah, me too. Or autumn actually,
1: I quite like
0: autumn. Really? See, we're total opposites. Yeah, you like autumn, too. I like spring. They're like the complete opposite <laughs> season. One's That's leaves true. falling off the tree, one's leaves coming onto the tree. <laughs> I like new life, you like watching life die. That's all I'm hearing. I was
1: literally <laughs> just thinking like, oh – <laughs> I mean,
0: that, that's quite in line with, like, my view in
1: life. It's like, oh, there's beauty, isn't there? But look at all that death.
0: <laughs> Whereas I'm like, hey, look at the opportunity for new life. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that I'm more spiritual than you. I'm just saying that I love Jesus more. That's I think, all.
1: like, maybe what you're saying is, like, maybe... I'm more Ecclesiastes and maybe you're more. New
0: Testament. Jesus. Yeah. 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 So, you
1: know, not necessarily more or less biblical. Sure, sure. (laughs) You've got
0: one book. I've got one half. That's all. That's all it is. That's all. Uh, (laughs) No, but like um, for real though, it's actually a real thing that mm. people kind of get those winter blues, Mm -hmm. hey? And like um, you were mentioning the the phrase uh, seasonal depression.
1: Affective disorder. What is it? Seasonal affective disorder. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, which is sad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> fitting. Yeah,
0: wow. like somebody's gone. Oh, let's change the word "sad" and make it into like a psychology <laughs> term, and then we'll coin it. Yeah, seasonal affective disorder, yeah. which essentially is that certain seasons can genuinely affect mm. your mood, but it's then kind of helped you started to think of, about um, well, how does how does God work? And even if you think about like you know it's such a common phrase in christianity and it kind of drives a lot of people crazy mm. it's just a season mm-hmm. that you're going through you just mm-hmm. got to get through this season yeah just get through this Season
1: You know what, what's a real season? Being stabbed with a spoon If you say that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jazz has gone back to prison rules <laughs> She's gone to I'm going to sharpen a spoon And <laughs> stab you with it
1: Oh no, not sharpen right? Just oh,
0: a blunt just spoon a Blunt one There's going to be that much force That you use a spoon <laughs> to stab someone That's not extraordinary really. Violence is not good Yeah like, um,
1: <laughs> Let's not engage in that Unless there's a really good <laughs> reason <laughs>
0: Okay, so seasonal uh, affective disorder, mm-hmm. sadness, mm-hmm. is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and even in, in sort of like Christian journeys, we talk about seasons, different times that people go through. Maybe the death of a loved one. my God, like, oh, it's just a season. He's going to get through this season. Mm-hmm. Loss of a job. Hey, look, it's just a season. You're get through the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, you, you, then was, you were then kind of thinking through that idea of where it, what is God's role in these times and, and what does that look like? Am I, am I right in saying yeah, that? Yeah,
1: like so I have been like really struggling, especially recently with all the rain that we had. I really did feel quite a dip in my mood um, Yeah, and as well as like other things that go on in my life and yeah, anyway. So I was just, you know, when, you, when you're when you feeling down, when you're going through that in quotation marks season, um. As Christians, one of our first tools that we use is to go to the Bible, to go to the Scripture and seek out what the Lord says about it. I mean,
0: you say one of the first tools we we use. (laughs) Like I I wish it was the tool that Christians use, but I'm I'm genuinely (laughs) glad that you have gone to the Bible to kind of go, what Mm. do I do? But I just wanted to make a side note there. Not a lot of Christians are doing that.
1: Yeah, which is, you know... um, (laughs) <laughs> like there's so much that I don't know maybe I've gone through that has probably been really supported by doing that sure I'm not saying that you know if you don't do that you're wrong and you're not sure. a Christian or whatever like you know we all have sure. different ways that we cope but this is one thing that I've found throughout my life to be something that's quite steadfast in supporting me through a lot of different things yeah absolutely Um, and yeah maybe people need to do that a little bit more definitely um, they need to
0: do that a bit more I'm like when you were like <laughs> I'm not saying that it's wrong or it's right I'm like I'm pretty sure like that's <laughs> the right thing to do like
1: yeah, like, look, right, but without condemning those that don't do that. Like, we're, you know...
0: No, not let's, condemning, let's convicting. Learn. Yeah. Convicting.
1: But, yeah, so it is a tool I've gone to. Um, But then when in the times when I really struggle, I will literally... I, I remember messaging a friend because she was like, oh, like, why are you down? Like, you know, put your things on... Like, put your thoughts on the heavenly thoughts. And sure, I'm like, sure, sure. I'm literally telling you right now that I am speaking scripture over my life while I'm literally bawling my eyes out. Like, I don't really... Know how to like what? What is it actually meant to look like? If it if I'm doing this right,
0: uh-huh.
1: am I missing something? Um Or, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if we want to go right into that. But basically, what yeah, go thinking, go go
0: deep. We want okay. to go deep.
1: Okay, because I'm thinking, okay, there's an extent to which we can go with the scriptures, but then I wonder beyond that. Sometimes is it that, oh, we actually need to get medical support. Or of we course. actually need yeah, to yeah, go yeah, and yeah. do this but I think the which like I definitely support and I definitely do encourage people to do if they want but looking back at my journey and how I go through times where I'm like okay my thoughts are literally like out of control right now I just kept going back to Psalm 91 which
0: is one of my sure. favorite
1: scriptures beautiful and it says that um when you live in the shadow of the almighty oh man I always get like these two mixed up but it's basically saying when you live in the shelter of the most high mm. you'll find peace in the shadow of the almighty I think that's
0: uh, yeah, can he you covers you, you with his feathers. Under his yep. wings, you'll find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Mm-hmm. You not fear to the right. Yeah, arrows. Da 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 da. Thousand may forty. Yeah. La, da, da, da. So,
1: um, it got me thinking. Like when we seek that refuge and when we live in that refuge, that doesn't necessarily mean that storms aren't going to come. Hundred percent. But does it? Like, what? What is? What is living in God's refuge? Is it?
0: Oh, like, a good question.
1: Is it? consistently like, you know, oh, something bad has happened, but I'm just going to repeat scriptures until I feel good. Is it going, oh, something bad has happened, but Lord, you're here <sighs> with me. We'll get through this together. Like what, what does it actually mean to live in his shelter, to find refuge? Cause I think there's a difference as well. Like finding refuge means that, oh my gosh, there's a storm, quick, get under it, like get undercover, find that refuge. But then living in the shelter, what does that mean? Like, are we like, turtles that we like carry our shelter on our back are we walking around life yeah. in our shelter sure do we live life from shelter like what does it mean because <laughs> if i'm trying to comfort myself with this if i'm trying to find strength and support through the scripture i don't know if like maybe have i been thinking the wrong thing like oh lord I've, i'm in your shelter that means nothing will go wrong because that's definitely not happened and then i'm thinking well if i'm not finding like have i stepped out of this have i stepped out, <laughs> out of away <laughs> from him have i actually done something wrong Am I, you know, like just, again, this, this is my be. crazy thoughts. Like, they just Well, no, go. they're
0: not crazy thoughts. Well, for once, they're not crazy <laughs> thoughts. Like, <laughs> This may be the best question you've ever bought to lunch out loud. Like last week's episode was really good, the one about slavery where we <laughs> yeah. talked and we kind of – Landed in a really beautiful place. Mm. I think that this topic that you're bringing up, Jazz, is probably the most authentic and real and tangible for a lot of people. Mm. Okay, like people who are listening to this right now are thinking and feeling the same things that you are. God, I thought you were supposed to protect me. Mm-hmm. What's the point of your shelter mm-hmm. if I still get attacked? What's the yeah. point of your shelter if I still suffer? What's the point yeah. of your shelter if I still have struggles with mental health, physical health or whatever yeah. it may be?
1: Yeah. And I like also, like, so I don't want to go into details on this situation, but recently the Lord asked me to do something, which I did. Yeah. I was obedient to It was really hard for me. You know how hard it was because yeah, I was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. staring at you for, like, a few minutes talking about this, just going, I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. Re- like, gritted teeth. Like, I do not want to do this. And then submitting myself to the Lord and going, okay, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to do this with a good, happy heart, with a submitted heart and do what you asked me to do. Sure. I did it. But then from that situation, there's been so much... Um, Almost, I, I could almost say torment to describe it, like just <laughs> such <laughs> unrest. And I'm like, Lord, you asked me to do this. I've done it. I know that there's peace in knowing that I should have done it. But if I'm obeying you and living with you, like things are still coming, even when I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just like, yeah.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. the perspective that people have in the Old Testament of what the hand of God over your life looked like is very different to the image that Jesus presented mm. of what the hand of your God, a hand of God being over your life looks like. Mm. So Jesus presented the image of what godliness on earth looks like. Mm-hmm. What did it look like? Mm, true, being
1: oppressed and yeah, broken yep. and persecuted. Yes. And dying to self.
0: Yes, by who? Who? Who did those things? The world. Well, sure, but what does that mean? The world. Actually, Um, the the -hmm. world. A lot of the the, what what we would consider the world, the secular um, minded people, really quite embraced Jesus. So, who was it that rejected him the most? Well,
1: both. You know, both the secular and the (coughs) religious. Like, give an example. Well, even today, um, like in our society. Uh, Let's not
0: talk about today. Let's talk about when Jesus was oh, on it. Jesus, Earth. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Um. Well, yeah. The, the religious leaders.
0: The re- so it was like interesting because you would think that the people who would embrace righteousness the most are the people who would be closest to what righteousness looks like. Those who would consider themselves religious, mm-hmm. but yet they were the ones who really struggled with the identity that Jesus presented. Mm-hmm. This idea of of being able to mix with people and the freedom and there's so many elements of who Jesus was, Mm it that that people who are religious really struggled with. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is to preempt how we respond to the word of God, that Mm -hmm. often when we become um, unintentionally religious in our thinking, we have a certain expectation of what our rights are Mm -hmm. if we live religiously, Mm -hmm. actually look like. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what happened in Jesus' time, is that there was this expectation of what well, I am I'm the pious. I am the one who is the high priest. I am the one. Look at the tassels on my on my um, whatever garments here. Look at this, look at that. Can you not tell my level of authority? I've earned this, I've worked for this. Who are you, Jesus, to come? This young rabbi, this young teacher. Yes, there's authority on your life, but I bet you got these issues. And they started to try to pick and find the issues. Which is where Jesus comes up with this whole, like, take the log out of your own eye before you take the speck out of your brother's eye, right? Mm -hmm. That idea is, like, the things that you're trying to pick on in me are actually issues within your own life. Mm -hmm. I say all of that to say that when religious people were looking at Jesus, they were looking at him through their lens. And their lens was, I am better. Mm -hmm. When people who were what we would call secular, so like people like tax collectors, people who had issues with maybe alcohol, people who were living like a really sexually promiscuous lifestyle, when they saw Jesus, they saw him through their brokenness. And through their brokenness, they went, man, this is somebody that's embracing me. Mm -hmm. Through the idea of I'm already important, Mm -hmm. they saw Jesus as somebody who was threatening them. Mm -hmm. Same person, different perspective. Mm -hmm. My point is, even when we look at the scriptures, we have this perspective that shelter automatically because in our mind shelter means that's it we're safe we're protected mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but shelter when when the word of god talks about shelter it talks about obedience sometimes that does end in death mm-hmm. but our reward isn't just what we do here on earth our reward mm-hmm. is the legacy that we leave our reward is what we what we are in heaven and who we are in heaven and whose we are in heaven mm-hmm. these are all things that become a part of our reward i think the shelter that the bible talks about is no matter what Seasons that we go through that we have a knowledge that we are still connected to God mm, mm-hmm. so that, that it, <clears throat> you know um you and I have um I'm, I'm working on this idea for a, a book at the moment mm. um which are, but but we've spoken about like how we've got sort of different different parts that make us who we are mm-hmm. um I'm not going to say too much more about mm-hmm. it, but um when when you think about what the Word of God is it says that it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And that is food for our soul, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes what we do is we try and intellectualize the fullness of what the Word of God is supposed to be. Mm. Sometimes we go, but this is what I think it should be. It's like, no, no, no. The shelter is is for your soul. Your soul finds rest. Your mm-hmm. spirit finds rest. Not always your mind. Your mind's still going to be affected by the things of this world. Mm-hmm. Your flesh are still going to be affected by the things of this world at times even your emotions are still going to be affected by the things of this world but your spirit is united with god your spirit finds shelter and your spirit is the core of who you are it determines the reality of who you are as well Mm -hmm. that finds shelter in god i don't know that's that's part of my opinion is that it's like as i look at it i go this needs to feed my soul Mm -hmm. not just my mind then my Mm -hmm. soul Needs to feed my mind. It, it, does that make sense? And what yeah. I'm saying, and and then you can start to ask me questions practically. What, well, how does that work? And what does that mean? I don't mind that, mm-hmm. but when you're reading the Bible and you're reading these things about what God's shelter looks like, where are your thoughts coming from? Are they coming from your head, your heart, your soul? Where, where, what, what are you expecting that to look like? Um,
1: I don't know. I like, I I don't know if like maybe I've also been influenced by other preachings that Oh, no
0: doubt.
1: Um, you know, like even things like I had a friend I think I just mentioned this before, messaging me saying, Oh, set your mind on heavenly things. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, is it? does that mean I'm not really living in the shelter of God if like my brain literally can't go to that? Um Yeah, so like I feel like for me it's almost like my my spirit and my mind are not lining up. Like my spirit's going like, Hey Jazz, remember we were obedient to Christ. We did we've done what we were asked to do, or we're walking in the way we want to go. We're walking in the right way. But then my mind's like attacking that. Literally right, 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 saying right, right. like, Well then why is this happening? Well then why have we been disappointed? Well why sure, have sure, we sure, sure, sure and it's kind of like, Well, oh, come here like grabbing yeah, those yeah, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. pulling them, like come here and sit under here. Like
0: right, 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 right.
1: um yeah, and, like, you know, even talking to my counsellor yesterday, she's like, sometimes you just need to be kind to yourself and not judge yourself for having all of this stuff, activity going on in your head and just, like, let it go and yeah. then, okay, let's let's keep going. So, I don't know, it's kind of like, for me, it's that that constant pulling between one side going, like, hey, it's fine, it's okay, like, here's the piece that we're but searching what you, But,
0: like, do you sometimes think it's because you have an expectation of what you think god's shelter should look like
1: um yeah and i guess like that shelter is coming from like my emotions in my mind going like why are we still having to deal with all of this if okay. we, if it's meant to if my spirit's peaceful then why isn't everything else peaceful as well sure like uh,
0: yeah so what do you think the shelter of god should look like and well d-
1: like when i think about you know heaven the ultimate perfection um i do think oh everything's Perfect. Sure. Everything's calm. We're not being pushed about by fears or anxieties or worries or, and that's what I guess to me, I've always expected that place of God to be. You know, I look at some people and they, as leaders or like mentors, and they're just like, oh, you know, just let all that go and just rest in the peace of God. And I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so looking at them, I'm like, well, shouldn't my life be like that? Whereas one little thing pops up and instead of going, <gasps> And it's a disaster. Kind of going. Ah, oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, but like I think it's it's interesting. Then do you feel like God's disappointed you?
1: I feel like I'm disappointing Him. Why? Because it's like, well, I found you. I found the shelter. Why aren't I staying in the shelter? Am I doing something wrong?
0: So What does that mean? So, you so what you think that God's not providing you shelter because you're not doing enough?
1: I feel like He is, and I'm just not doing it, like stepping into it properly.
0: Oh, so what? So. God's shelter, the image that you have for what God's shelter is, is is right there, but you just can't seem to get it in. He's he's made it like a trap door. He's actually made it this really difficult thing. What sort of sick and twisted God (laughs) would be like actually to get in here you were so close, Jazz. But what <laughs> you should have password? done, yeah, what you should have done was gone down that tunnel, turned right, then left, then seven dollars down that way, then sixteen passwords, and then. That, that. You, mm-hmm. Do you really think that God's up there going? I'm going to make it really difficult for people to find my shelter.
1: It does feel like that, yeah. Then
0: therefore, God's disappointed you. Like I'm not trying to put words yeah, in your mouth okay, here or maybe. try and manipulate you. Yeah, I'm trying to work out what it is because. Yeah, it's it's yeah. interesting.
1: I don't know like I feel like I don't know cuz I'm like well I know if you're provider of everything then you've done everything right it's yep. me who's doing something wrong. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. It's like what do I need to do better?
0: But something has to be wrong is what you're saying. Yeah. Because what you're feeling is not the shelter of God. No. Great. Now we're at the now <laughs> yeah. we're there. I have an expectation of what the shelter of God should look like. I'm not getting it. Therefore, the image that I have can't be wrong. It's just me that's wrong and I can't get in there. Mm, mm-hmm. God's not giving me access yet because I haven't earned it. Yeah. The grace of God was not enough to provide me shelter. <laughs> what Jesus did on the cross was not enough to cover getting into the shelter. It was only enough to provide the shelter. But to get in, I've got to do enough.
1: Well, if if it didn't have to do enough, then why is it so hard to get there? But what like what? What do I need to do to actually great. go? Okay, I'm here now. I'm just gonna sit here because just, just even those have
0: heavenly thoughts, Jess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, do you think that maybe your image of what that shelter looks like is wrong?
1: Well, maybe it is. Then maybe uh, I'm like looking at something, going like, "Oh, that's it, Lord," and He's like, no, "No, it's over here." Yeah. Or like maybe even like, "No, you're already in it." Like, calm down. Like, stop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you think that maybe you are already in it, but because you're your picture of what it should look like. But then if I'm in the shelter of God, why does my mind still race? Mm. If I'm in the shelter of God, why does my heart still hurt? Mm. If I'm in the shelter of God, why isn't everything just lining up perfectly? (laughs) It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, I think it might be that, yeah.
0: Okay, so that's it then. It's a matter of going, God, what – like. What, what should my shelter look like? What should my expectation of, w- of what your shelter actually looks like is? Because otherwise, what about martyrs? People who have died for their faith, mm. surely they were in the shelter of God. Yeah, right, Great men and women of God that have gone before us, surely they were in the shelter of God. Mm. And yet some of them were tormented. You and I have mm. spoken on here about Mother Teresa and her torment. We, uh, you know, we've spoken mm. about Shane Claiborne and, and, and his torment. The few people who were great people of the faith actually were, in, were liked in their day. Mm. Very few people. Mm. Look at some of the great heroes that have gone before us. Martin Luther, William Wilberforce, uh, William Booth, Jesus himself. Do you think that he wasn't tormented?
1: Mm,
0: he was. He was yeah. literally tempted by the devil himself. Mm. Where was the shelter of God then?
1: Yeah, like this is my question, like, well, this is another question, like, do we live in it or do we just keep running back to it? Like, well, do you, do what, you what is, is it your expectation
0: that the shelter of God equals a perfect, easy, trouble free life? And don't say no if it actually kind of is.
1: No, it is. Yeah, because like in my mind, my greatest desire is to like be safe. Mm. Like that's just like a personal thing for me that I struggle with. Like, I need to feel safety. So if I'm living my life yeah. and things are happening where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can protect myself against these. Mm. I'm like, well, Lord, if I'm living in your shelter, shouldn't I be protected? Mm. And these things are like affecting me. So why aren't I protected? Why is this not safe? Your shelter is meant to be safe.
0: But what, where does it say shelter is safe?
1: We'll find rest in the shadow of the almighty. I don't know. Is rest not being safe when you rest? The psalm says, well, the other psalm in 23, um, you know, you lay me down to rest. That sounds like it's safe.
0: But what's, what comes after that?
1: You anoint my head with oil? No. Is that that one? By, sh- by streams?
0: The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He okay. makes me lie down in green patches. He leads me to side still waters. Yep. Ready? Yay. In other words, yet. All of that, even though. The next bit is, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or the shadow of evil. the shadow of death I shall fear no evil. For your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Mm,
1: And protect me.
0: You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Mm, Yeah. My cup overflows.
1: It's too much imagery. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It feels like it's so conflicting imagery.
0: No, 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 it's not. I rest and I get up and I walk through the valley of the shadow of evil. Mm -hmm. I don't rest in the valley of the shadow of evil. I walk through it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm not in the shadow of evil. It just means that while I'm there, I don't fear any evil. Why? Because the rod and the staff, in other words, the correction and the direction Mm -hmm. of God gets me through it.
1: Mm -hmm. What about... Then if we're thinking about shelter, is, is is his shelter actually just his presence being with us? Not yes. necessarily like a box around us, an indestructible box around <laughs> us.
0: Yes. Why? Because you live in a broken world. Your body is already degrading. The minute you're born, your body begins to degrade.
1: From the minute we're born? Yeah. Or like
0: well, obviously, your body grows and all of those different things oh, yeah, that happen. <laughs> it's just like me going. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. But it begins to age the moment you're born. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. And, the, and, it be, and then you start to have the effects of age. And mm-hmm. you start to have the effects of it. I was just asking you how many health professionals you're seeing <laughs> a week. I spoke to my doctor this week. He's like, let's get a full blood workup. I'm like, oh, when did I get to the age when they start mentioning things like, it's time to get a full blood workup.
1: I've literally been having them for years.
0: And I'm, well, <laughs> you, you, maybe your body's older than mine, Jazz, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Just more mature. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that makes sense. Well,
0: normally I'm going in there for broken bones or uh, something yeah, else okay, that's yeah. actually <laughs> yeah. wrong. Not just a, hey, doc, how you going? Yeah. But this is a... Let's check out what's going on here and what we can do. Anyway, my point in saying all of that is just simply this, is that... Because we're living in a world that's broken, we're living in a world that's degrading, there's things that are going to go wrong around us. <laughs> you will eventually die, Chaz. You're, not <laughs> gonna, you're like you're not going to avoid trouble. You're not going to invo- avoid hard times, no matter how much shelter God provides you. And not only that, you know the other problem with living inside of a box that God is like, in, that it's impervious to the world? No one else can flip and get in. <laughs> you just die alone. <laughs> but at least I was safe. <laughs> you know, I, I like it was interesting when you said that Because a thought that came to my mind Which is quite like controversial to say in this context But mm. I'm being serious mm. If you want a safe life, following Jesus is not the way mm. Genuinely mm-hmm. yeah, You don't get to have a safe life if you follow Jesus You get to have a life where in his words Don't be surprised when you're persecuted Remember it happened to me first Don't be surprised when people hate you So when people are like, why would you do that? You know that thing we were talking about before, that really hard thing that God spoke to you about Mm. doing? There'll be people who will be like, why would you do that? That's so stupid. All you're doing is opening yourself up to pain. Mm. That's so dumb. Why would you? Well, well, God really moved in my heart to do this thing. And yes, it did open me up to pain, but I still had to be obedient to him because in the end, whatever God was doing needed to be done, not just in my life, but in other people's lives that were affected by those decisions that you made. So you've got to make a choice. And this is, I'm being rubber hit the road, serious Mm -hmm. choice here. If you want a safe life, then you need to decide whether you actually want to follow Jesus or not. Mm. Because you're not going to find it following him. Yes, you will find shelter. Yes, you will find the way to walk through the valley of the shadow of evil. Mm -hmm. Yes, you will find a way to overcome the things that are happening in this world. But you won't find an avoidance of pain. You'll probably find more pain on this earth. Mm. Because you have to forgive people who are idiots. You have to love people that the world hates. You're gonna have to give away your money. You're gonna have to give away your things. You have to give away yourself. Mm. So then you have gotta decide, do I want this or not? Yeah. That's a tough call. Mm. That's a tough choice. It's very <laughs> hard. <laughs> You're looking like a deer in headlights right now going, (laughs) what are you saying? Either that or you stop paying attention. You're thinking about the snacks that you bought.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm literally thinking about like, oh, yeah, like that makes sense. Oh, no wonder. Yep. Okay, cool. Oh, no, have I done something wrong recently (laughs) that's actually shutting myself into that box?
0: What do you mean? Into what box?
1: (laughs) I'd rather not talk about it on air, but like... Um, just like going, Oh, 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 there's danger. Let's shut everything up again and just sit here in our box of safety.
0: But why do you do that?
1: Um, like sometimes when I'm being like, just really like overwhelmed, I'll do it because I just can't cope. Uh-huh. It's like a coping mechanism. But then other times I'm like, Oh yeah, I think actually, I think it all just comes down to like, I can't deal with all of that right now. I can only deal with this much. So I'm going to shut this off so nothing else gets in. So I can deal with this first. Mm. And then maybe I'll be able to cope with the extra stuff. So I don't know. Like, I guess in some ways it might be good because it's at least giving me, like, it's me acknowledging, okay, I can't deal with more than this right now. I'm just going to look after myself so I don't, like, fall to pieces. Um, Which then again, yeah, is the question like, oh, am I doing something wrong? Am I not actually finding the right safety and shelter if I actually can't cope with everything all Mm, at once? mm. Like, it's been a really big few weeks. Like, last week was the 30-year anniversary of the um, Royal Commission to Indigenous Deaths and Custody. I went along to a march. I know personally people who've been affected by deaths of Indigenous people while in police custody or because of police action. Uh Um, Being there with people... Sitting there with them as a mourn, hearing stories of people, it's very like it's full on and it's quite draining, um, because you're taking part of someone else's grief. Sure. And then last week was the year anniversary since the um protest here in Kangaroo Point in Brisbane started. Um, just advocating for the people, refugees were who were locked up. Yep. Um, so it was a year anniversary. We we're going to have a protest about an hour before the protest was meant to start the um, police came and facilitated the removal of the refugees out of there. Unvoluntary, um, the refugees did not want to go. Sure. And so we got there a little bit late, so we didn't actually see the removal. But there was you a know, big standoff. The police smashed a car that a woman was in um, trying to stop the buses from leaving. Sure. So we turn up and there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of grief there as well, um, just reflecting back on what's gone on with all of these refugees for the last year as they've been mistreated, as well as like a lot of personal stuff that's been going on for me. So I'm just like, well, I can't deal with anything else right now. Like, this is a
0: lot. Mm. So
1: I'm just going to close this box because I can't let anything else come in. And this is how I'm protecting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it's it's segmenting, which is not not an awful idea. I think the thing that... Um, I was interested in when you were talking about boxing things off or almost closing down when there's pain or when mm. there's – it's it's the avoidance of pain, which is a yeah. a, it's a human nature thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Humans will do things to try and avoid pain. There's nothing wrong with that. I do wonder whether the Bible offers us another solution mm. though.
1: I'd like it because sometimes I'm like, oh, there's so much pain and I know that's – like, you know, I've we've spoken about how I have a lot of injuries. That's why I'm seeing a lot of health practitioners. Sure, sure, sure. And I know that, like, you know, sometimes... I think
0: what we said was that you're getting very old. (laughs) (laughs) I've
1: also got a lot that, you know, my age is maybe contributing to my injuries (laughs) or my lack of being able to heal quickly. And I know as I go through all these things, like, sometimes my, like, physio will be, like, sticking needles into me to loosen up places that are tight because of injuries. Sure. And he's like, does this hurt? I'm like, of course it hurts, but I know you have to do it to get the relief and the release that comes after. Yes. Um. So that's also why I'm like, God, I don't want to deal with this pain. Like I know I probably should so I can get that relief and that release, but I just don't want to do it right now, maybe later.
0: So then when you're like, God, why am I not getting any relief? And he's like, because you won't process the pain (laughs) to get the relief. And you're like, yeah, I know that. I'll deal with that later. But why am I not getting any relief? (laughs) I say again, because you're not processing the pain to get the relief.
1: Yeah, but...
0: Are you wanting a different word? Are you wanting different advice? Like
1: w- what... Oh, I'd, I'd like different strategies maybe.
0: <laughs> a pain-free strategy? Yeah. Can't help you there. <laughs> All I can uh, offer you is more pain.
1: Uh Yeah.
0: I can offer you pain with a promise.
1: Yeah, I don't. Like, I just don't know if that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, just it's not what I'm looking for. I
0: think it's actually the same for everyone who's listening. Just to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way of avoiding it because mm-hmm. it's not. yay though I walked around the valley of shadow of death. <laughs> it was yeah, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and even if you look at Psalm 91, your your favorite mm-hmm. psalm right there, mm-hmm. there's still pain mm-hmm. in Psalm 91.
1: Mm-hmm. You're People still are dying to the left and the
0: right. Left and to the right. Things are falling to the left and to the right.
1: And it says that even if we stumble. No, wait. No, it doesn't. It says we'll be lifted up so we don't stumble. See, I'd like that. Can I be <laughs> lifted up so I don't stumble?
0: This is a prophecy about Jesus, actually. We know it's a prophecy about Jesus because um, the Satan uses it as a way of tempting Jesus in Matthew 4. And mm. Jesus refutes it with more scripture. Mm. So this is a promise of Jesus. But yet Jesus still went through... Pain.
1: Yeah.
0: Agony. Mm-hmm. So I guess I think that the reason I say that is that the promise is on the other side of the pain, mm-hmm. it's not before it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I don't have time for that. <laughs>
0: well, you've got it no matter what. It's one of those like, it's a weird self-fulfilling prophecy thing that I often say to people. People are like, I want to avoid pain because I don't like pain, but often I put myself in more pain by mm. avoiding pain. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It It's still there. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to deal with it. Just because you close your eyes doesn't make your room clean. Mm. If I've got a messy room or a messy kitchen or whatever it is, just because I close my eyes does not magic... Like my daughters, some of my daughters think that. Mm. If I close my door, my room is clean. No, it's not because all I've got to do is open the door, if physically able, and the mess is still there. Mm -hmm. Just because you put things in boxes doesn't mean that you... Dealt with it and I get it. There's times where you're like, I don't have the ability physically to deal with these things right now. And you've got to strengthen yourself and rebuild that courage. But you don't rebuild that courage by avoiding it. You Mm -hmm. rebuild the courage by going, God, I just actually just need a little bit of rest for a moment, find rest for my soul so that I can now go walk through the valley. Mm -hmm. Because on the other side of the valley is the banquet, not before the valley. Mm -hmm. You don't get the blessing before you go through the painful processes. (sighs) So processing the, <laughs> the emotions, processing the sadness, processing the pain, and actually using the word of God in each of those processes. Bless mm-hmm. those who curse you. Do good to those who harm you. Okay, okay, God, I can do those things. Resolve issues before they go to court. Okay, God, I can do those things. Do this. Yes, God, I can do that thing. Honor these people in your life. Yes, God, I can do those things. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we can find ways to be able to actually. Follow God through those processes. Mm-hmm. If in doubt, just look at Jesus as an example, right? So how would Jesus have dealt with the situation that I'm currently going through, or whatever it might be? That's that's how we, we can process the way that we should actually be be operating. Mm-hmm. Jesus the example, the New Testament epistles, as we call them, like Paul's letters and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, and they are the explanation of how to outwork those examples. Sometimes we can be like, yeah, but that was Jesus. Mm-hmm. No, that was Paul. Oh, no, that was this person in the Bible. I oh, can't be that. Well, what? They didn't bleed. They didn't need to go to the toilet. They didn't need to eat. They're just humans. Oh, but Jesus was God. I get that Jesus was God. He separated himself to lead an example for us. Mm-hmm. Magnificent. And obviously, we have already fallen short of being Jesus. So that's irrelevant. None of us are Jesus. It doesn't mean that we stop aiming for Jesus. Mm -hmm. So Jesus becomes the example of how you walk through pain. Mm -hmm. Remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Mm -hmm. What did he say?
1: Oh, if it can be any other way, please.
0: Yeah, like you just said. (laughs) And then what did he say?
1: But your will be done.
0: Right. And then what happened?
1: He died and was resurrected.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You see the point? Mm-hmm. He went through the moment of death. He went through the moment of pain. He went through the agony. On the other side of it was a resurrection, mm-hmm. and what some might call new life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, what's interesting though is like even though he did have a resurrected body, he still had scars mm. from his death. That's interesting.
0: It, it is interesting, but those well, scars maybe didn't, for another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those scars didn't have to define all that he was. Hey, Jazz. This has been, without doubt, Mm -hmm. my favourite episode of Lunch Out Loud so far. Let's finish with a dance, come on. You nearly did. I saw your shoulders start to move. (laughs) It's official, Jazz nearly danced. (laughs) We're getting culture closer. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Lunch Out Loud today. Today we, um, we had a good conversation around how do we process pain really in the end, not just finding shelter. But being able to process some of the painful things that we go through, I just want to encourage you if you are needing counselling or support to make sure that you find appropriate counselling and support services uh, where you can and near your area. Make sure that your Word of God is a part of it. Uh, I just encourage you to use all the resources that are available to you. Thanks again for tuning in to Lunch Out Loud. Don't forget you can join into 3 Deep as well as our Friday messages, our Sunday messages as well as brand new show that I've got coming up really soon called Inside My Head it's gonna be good exciting thanks again guys and we will see you next time
1: Bye. Bye. bye